0: Well, hello, and welcome back to a uh, episode of Has Opinions podcast. I am Daniel, one of your hosts, and Chris, and Has Opinions is our podcast that uh, we produce whenever we dang well feel like it no uh, we produce it and we talk about stuff that we have opinions on in tech in starting bootstrapping businesses in um being um work from home dads just you know a couple of areas that we focus on uh so how the heck you doing chris
1: doing okay four or five months later right is that what we said since yeah. our last cast?
0: last one was christmas eve and we sort of christmas did it at eve. End, end of year yeah it was december 24th
1: i remember because um actually i remember saying like oh yeah i'm really not doing much work today sorry ian and then i realized that ian actually listens to these <laughs> i felt bad about saying that
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> well hey ian we're glad you're listening we appreciate uh, all that you do for the uh, Fideloper household, mm-hmm. um, cool. Yeah, so um, it's been uh, it's been a pretty quiet five months, I guess. Um, nothing really major um, in my life. Uh, other, well, one well, actually, no, I don't know if I talked about. Yeah, we're building a house, so we're closer. We're not done, surprisingly, but we're closer to uh, that house being finished. So, yeah, that's,
1: that's a big thing. Yeah, mortgage house, all that good stuff.
0: All of that stuff, yes. So, um, all the whole process of, you know, doing a mortgage and paperwork and stuff like that. And so, we, we're already like pretty much approved. So, it's just a matter yeah. of the house being done and them not messing it up.
1: Nice. Yes. Them not messing it up seems like a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: we've, we've definitely gotten to the point of. Um, we, when we walk through it and, uh, a worker has left his Fanta orange and it's, it's like kicked over and there's a pool of orange Fanta goo there. Like I get a little upset. So like, nice. I don't own the thing yet, but I'm like, dang it. Why is there Fanta juice? <laughs> like on the floor in the house? Yes. <laughs> on the concrete. And I'm like, that's going to uh, leave a
1: mark. But on the concrete. Like, though it's not too bad. Yeah. I and
0: guess. then we went, we went over there the other day and there was a bird stuck in the house. So I had to like like grab the bird not crush it in my hands and then like run it to the back and let it go and i was like hopefully that's a good thing (laughs) i guess (laughs) like like don't nest in my house bird is there drywall (laughs) up yeah yeah we went uh, a couple days ago and there's drywall texture and so i guess the next is uh like painting that and all the doors are in the garage now so like those will be put in and stuff
1: cool do you know are they all like pre-painted or do they have to paint them in the house
0: Probably I couldn't tell because the garage doesn't have electricity. Like, there's no light, but (laughs) um, and they're all white, so they might be pre-painted. That's a that's a good point. So uh, no, but we're getting excited about it, especially when there's we're on a cul-de-sac, and so there are homes started on the whole area. We thought we were one of the first ones to uh, to buy, but we were not. So there's about I think there's four um, families already already living there, which is good because I mean yeah, have neighbors yeah. So cool. So let's see. So we have a couple of items on our list we can talk through. Um, if you want to start off with an update, we can, uh, uh, can start with that. Yes.
1: The too long didn't read is that Backups is dead and Tripper CI is alive. And I have a due date of November to start making money on something because then another kid is coming into my life. What? <laughs>
0: Fidel Loper 2.1.
1: Yeah. So we're expecting yet another kid. That's exciting. It's exciting. Yes. It is also scary because I know what the newborn stage is like and I just don't want to do it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. We were, we were, man and I were talking about you this morning since our kid just had her, our oldest just had their 12th birthday Mm, yesterday. Yep. And we were like, yeah, they're, Chris and Natalie are about a decade back. Yep. A decade. that's but it's a fun it's a good decade man it's it's gonna be good
1: i mean wesley's a handful now but it's just so much more manageable than a newborn to like the whole awake like when 3 a.m might as well be 3 3 p.m it's like a really not great old time but everything else is like pretty good about a kid
0: yeah so that's definitely i mean that is a double due date like you've got a due date and then you've got a you know another due date so yeah um that's I guess good, I should
1: talk about, yeah, like a a, stretch, what that means. Yeah. Um, so,
0: and, and so just for a recap, like backups was a uh, SaaS to do what? Backups. So, yeah, so backups, MySQL backups. And was there any traction on that or was it just sort of a, a death by um, I don't care anymore?
1: Mm, it's definitely a mix. I think that app would have been a battle to get any traction on. Um, it was like, so I did a bunch of quote unquote customer research, which is like what you're supposed to do. Um, and have you ever read the mom test? Did we talk about that book? No. The mom test is really good. A great book about how to ask people questions to kind of validate your business and business ideas without being like, um, you know, do you think this is a good idea? And will you pay for this? Which is like, someone will always answer. Someone will always lie to you to spare your feelings. Definitely. That's, that's kind of the main premise of the book. So it's really actually hard to get to the point of like um, finding out if someone will actually pay if there's like a pain point in your app will um, address um, in a way that You know, they'll actually tell you truthfully. So you have to be really circumspect, right? You can't directly just ask people, will you pay for this? Will you use this necessarily? Because people are basically going to like lie to your face because it's really hard to be very direct about that because of, you know, you know, people are aware of how important this thing is to you and how much you want it to succeed. Right. It's just basic empathy. People are. So you have to like circumnavigate, circumvent empathy to like get people to give you straight answers this book is really good It has you know a much better explanation than what i just gave it in the book also um i sort of try to do that tactic to ask people about uh what they do for backup solutions right now and all that stuff and mainly mostly people didn't pay for it and they just set up cron tests and stuff like that and i know i didn't get the sense that it was like you know, people people didn't have to do backups for the MySQL database for like regulatory purposes necessarily and all that kind of stuff. There wasn't any like driving reason. So people just set up a cron job or like they uh, are paying AWS's RDS service to back up the database mm-hmm. for them, all that kind of thing. Some people did pay for tools like Automatic. Um, so there was like a market there, but I think it would have been a real battle. Um, the yeah. other thing is that I was doing it alone and that's just like such a drain. Um, it sucked. Every yep. every decision, every like agonizing decision about how if the design sucked or not, which it did. Um, and then like how uh, the UI and stuff should work is like another layer of garbage on top of the details of actually making it work, which is another layer of stuff on top of like marketing a business. So it's really hard to do that alone. It's just like too many layers of stuff to do as like, um, a person who also has to help take care of a child and like work a full-time job to pay the mortgage and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. This was your, you know, this was your, uh, de facto additional child that it just didn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it also like the thing that does make me extra money is the service for hackers courses. And that takes up a lot of time. And I was like, basically not doing it and I'm still not doing that right now because I'm working on this other thing. Uh, but that means I don't have this extra income coming in this year necessarily. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, you know, that oh, yeah. killed, that killed, that killed backup backups. Uh, yeah. I just don't think even if it get, got traction, like it didn't seem like the market was big enough to become enough to pay, uh, you know, two to three times what a working uh, developer salary is, which is really my goal for a baseline, you know, quote unquote success for an app.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And and if that fire is gone, then there's nothing that's, it's either going to take a Herculean effort to rekindle it or move yeah, on to right? the next Cause thing. Because it's like,
1: especially working, like to get to the point of working alone on the subject, like there's no one driving you there either, which is, um, so it's all on you, which didn't work mm-hmm. for me in this case yeah. on backups
0: cool yeah definitely and i mentioned in our pre show that that's sort of uh to give a quick update for myself that's where uh build season ended up um um it was a good effort in giving myself some actual um truth behind where my skills are with laravel and uh and producing a SaaS, uh, which is very low. (laughs) Um, and then also hit by, um, it, I was the only one working on it. And I also have two other companies to run, you know, the, the plugin marketplace and my, um, consulting, um, agency. So, um, those, and those, those are what pay the mortgage and what, you know, feed our family. So the, the third the third child did not get a lot of attention but and i think going forward i would um probably still do it alone but i would probably hire uh you know set an an amount of money to say this is going to go to development and let's see how far we can get with this and then um sort of cash flow the app uh development and then just sort of project manage it like i do with some of the plugins and some of the projects that i do
1: yeah that's interesting i think in theory i could have gone down that route. I don't know if I'm ready to let go of that portion of building the app yet. <laughs> I probably should be, but, yeah. but that's also like, it's higher. That's even higher risk in my case. Cause I, I don't have, uh, I, I don't in theory, I guess maybe I could like make some cash flow for that, but, um, mm-hmm. that would mean like doing more coursework and that kind of stuff. So like managing the person doing the work and then doing coursework and then having a day job all sounds like a lot
0: yeah well it is uh, there and there's also a danger there as well like i think i've mentioned before in our in our slack like there's a pl- there's a couple of plugins that i've paid for development um in that uh we did the i had the idea and it was maybe an offshoot of, of some client work or it was something that I thought should exist paid a developer and that plugin got developed and it was probably done maybe mid of mid 2018 and we're almost mid 2019 and it's not launched yet. So that's on me. So with that, like, I know I, I now have seen that happen in my choices and my own story. So is that what would happen here? So I'm a little bit hesitant to start down that road of, funding development of a SAS if i'm not gonna have the time to follow through on and i don't and i have no you know no necessary accountability on that you know it was my cash or it was my time and effort there's nobody gonna hold my feet to the fire to keep to get it launched so yeah um so why do that (laughs) just hold on to the money
1: the uh (laughs) the um Yeah, stopping backups very much made me wonder if I'm the person who, like, makes a bunch of apps and announces them and then never follows through and just have, like, a trail of, like, announced apps that have died behind me i, <laughs> I do not want to be that person <laughs> no
0: no and you have the portfolio of domain names that have oh gotten my God, purchased
1: yeah. i keep them like, paying for them for some reason <laughs> they just keep accruing
0: <laughs> maybe one day there's got to be a, like a name for that like you know starter tax or something or
1: yes i like it
0: not finisher tax i don't know
1: i cool. like the idea of it being a tax
0: <laughs> yeah that you keep paying because uh, you can't let it go um. So that's yeah. So that's sort of been what's going on in the past couple of months. And and really, this is this podcast is a as we started it, it's just a um a shoot the shit podcast where we just like talking about stuff that we have opinions on and stuff that we're doing. So um we're glad if you're listening, we're glad that you're back. And um yeah, and I mean it's there's stuff going on, so stuff to chat about. So looking forward, um what is next on. What is um, what is Chipper and how how will this be worked out and what, what things will change and be different about this one?
1: OK, a bunch of questions. Um, a lot. There's, there's two people, not just me. That's the biggest difference here. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and David Hempfill, who um, worked on Laravel Nova with Taylor Atwell. So he um, was self-employed, is self-employed but also maintains Laravel Nova, which is kind of like his main thing still right now. Um, so we have met and like talked and stuff before, but we hung out a bunch of this past MicroConf and was that in March? Yeah, March. Um, and at some point I saw him like working on setting up an application in CodeShip for continuous integration. And I very much recognized the struggle that he was in because he like couldn't get something to work. And I had just gone through that like a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, man, we should totally make a continuous integration app for Laravel since we were both doing Laravel stuff. And he had thought of the idea, too. And I'm sure a million of people have had this idea also. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but have you seen any that are gone live? Like, is no, Taylor, has mean, Taylor built one before? Does he have a deployment no. piece? He has okay.
1: deployment, not continuous integration. Um, okay. So he has Forge, which is like, you know, just servers and it helps you set up your application and all that stuff. And it mm-hmm. has this notion of a of quick deploy where it'll just like SSH in and do a Git poll, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he has this app Envoyer, which is a little bit more of a deployment process. But again, it's just deployment. It's not testing or anything like that. Um, and it does, a, it does a fancier, quote unquote, zero downtime uh, deployment thing. And you can do pre and post deployment uh scripts and all that kind of good stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no real continuous integration app for Laravel where continuous integration is like um, more around testing and potentially building assets and then notification stuff and then also um, uh, pushing somewhere to deploy either through like a webhook to Forge that tells it to deploy or a webhook to onboard that tells it to deploy or your own process where like maybe you build assets and push that to S3 and then you kick off a deploy process that grabs the builds asset and deploys it and all that kind of good stuff mm-hmm. or something that talks to AWS like uh, deploy services they have or Google deploy services, whatever. Um, so that is where this app is going to come in. Cool. And of course, tailored specifically to Laravel and... Um, probably just Laravel, but we'll see where that takes us. Uh,
0: and that's, that's really enough from, I think, what you've seen in the marketplace. Like yeah, so. it's, it's big enough. The number one, star, is it still the number one starred, uh, uh, library in GitHub? Like it's
1: not in what, all of GitHub, but it is for PHP, for I PHP. believe, and maybe okay. even web frameworks or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's got, uh, it's got plenty of clout. It's clout score would be high.
0: It <laughs> would be, <yeah. laughs> Cool. And so, what, what did, and maybe you don't want to answer this, but like, what do you and David bring to the table? Like, how do y'all complement each other? Like, how do y'all divvy up the pieces of the of the work? And maybe this is a question for some time in the future, since y'all just got started, you know. But
1: right, um, right now we haven't had to answer that question explicitly because it's very early, and we can just kind of like dive in and work on stuff as we have time. Um, which has worked out well for us, but at some point we're going to have to talk, and and we've actually said we've had the conversation of all right, we're going to have to talk about this at some point, but we don't have to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of have naturally split it up where we both are doing development on it. Um, I'm very much server focused, so I'm doing a lot of like the server side things of you know setting up the continuous integration flow and all that stuff,
0: and like, complaining about um. And complaining about it on Twitter
1: oh my god dude API <laughs> integration is just the worst crap and I've had to do that I've had to do that my day job and on this project so like four five six separate OAuth flows for different companies and across two different kind of applications that were doing it differently and you really get to see <laughs> all the crap how OAuth is implemented differently for every company that uses it and all that kind of stuff all this garbage all right um but besides that um I think i Fit naturally more on the marketing side and David more on the tech side, um, which was kind of just what it seems like so far right now. So I um, divide my time pushing out like marketing stuff and code and David's more on the code uh, so far, which I think will probably end up being um, kind of the split going forward, especially or if, if we need to like go really heavy in marketing or whatever that entails to like get people in the door. Uh, Which I don't really have a problem with I like talking to people and that kind of thing Which is not something I ever thought I would really say Like five or six years ago But it actually turns out to be true Um, Nice So that's the split right now We'll see how that goes Um,
0: Cool We should have David David on to chat about it What's that? We should have David on to chat about it Yeah
1: I know we should We're actually talking about that Doing more podcasty stuff Because I I just also like podcasting about stuff Just like talk about it um, where are, you? so the application itself is kind of like fairly far along, which is kind of nice. Uh, that happened a lot quicker than I thought it would, which is super nice. Like having two people work on this is great. David had a lot of stuff flying around to get like the basic design and, uh, framework, like the JavaScript frameworks we're going to use all this stuff, all this bootstrapping, all this boilerplate together.
0: And so, um, so, for people who don't know Nova, what is that? Like the 10-second?
1: Uh, admin? It's an admin interface that you can just bolt on to Laravel.
0: Cool. So, like, he's built an admin interface already related to this stuff. So, possibly some things that could cross pollinate or you know also benefit this new project.
1: And more importantly, I know that he's capable of shipping something big and important.
0: Mm, nice. Um,
1: yep. So, like, that was a plus in terms of us talking to each other and knowing that we both can kind of like ship a thing. Um
0: mm-hmm. so and was this was this decision made at microconf uh
1: not a hundred percent, but yes, you know we like mm-hmm. um a bunch of people had like gone to the cool club's dinner that like we ended up not getting invited to, <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> hence the name
1: maybe <laughs> hence the name has something to do with the chip on your shoulder, I don't know maybe. <laughs>
0: i was like i'm like wood chipper um uh, you're good. like no i have a specific reason for choosing this
1: i have a very large chip at my shoulder we both do right.
0: f um, the cool kids
1: so, but we were both talking about the idea we talked about it or we just said oh maybe we should totally do this like hours earlier in that day and then we talked more about it it wasn't solid but it like seemed like a good idea and then afterward i messaged him and i'm like are we gonna do this and he was like it was all i could think about in the flight home.
0: So. awesome That's <laughs> so cool. i was like all right uh, uh you're so you're you have you have taken a you've taken you've done two things that frustrate my current worldview is i don't like going to conferences i don't like the cost i don't like being away from my family um but you went to a conference and that helped your project move along and two i don't like partnering with people um but this is starting out well so um so the, good for you i'm excited i'm 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 excited to see how it turns out and see it launch and get big.
1: Yeah, me too. Um so. I mean there's certainly risk in partnering with people, to your point. Um, yeah, it's uh risky but it's, because but who it's knows not what could happen. Right. It's not insurmountable. A lot of people do it. Um I th- I you know, I think me and David are probably a good fit. Uh, but you know, you just never know. Like there's always a thing in the back of your head, like, oh well, this person's not weird about money or something, You're know, like I just don't know yet. Uh so we'll see, I guess. <laughs> Wait
0: until you get the email of let let's count number of lines in code and distribute this money yeah. with I this mean, I percentage. Exactly.
1: Right. You just never know. I don't really see that happening, but I'm sure that's what everyone says too. Um so that's just like, you know, the risk to acknowledge and work through. So like being cognizant of that and like having more conversations and make sure both people are kind of comfortable with the direction of stuff is really important to me.
0: Cool. Okay, so six and a half months. We have six and a half months until the deadline and the uh, uh, arrival of Fideloper uh, two point one. That's right. And uh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's that'll pretty. Cool. far.
1: I mean, it's it's integrating things continuously, so like it's doing its job, and now we're just like refining a lot of stuff and adding smaller features. So it's uh, actually a lot more far along than I thought it would be by now. So that's that's good. I mean, the last quote unquote, the last 10% is like 90% of the work. So, uh, mm-hmm. and we have more than that. Like it only does GitHub right now. So like I also have to start, start doing more off for GitLab and uh, Bitbucket and all that good stuff. So definitely more to do.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. Um, cool. I think that's a a good intro episode back i i don't have really uh, any updates other than i'm still doing what i do and i might have some new stuff uh that's it's currently in the works um but i can explain that later when there's um more details but yeah that's exciting so sounds good um yeah so that's our episode find us on itunes spotify twitter at has opinions uh, what is our Twitter? Jeez, it's been so long, man.
1: Is it Has Opinions Pod or just Has Opinions? Or is it Has Opinions uh,
0: WTF? It might be. Um,
1: I, don't, I don't
0: know what our Twitter is. I totally have like up. removed Twitter from almost everything, so it's hard to. Oh, have you? <laughs> <Yes>. I'm <laughs> looking at for productivity. Has,
1: it, has Opinions Pod.
0: Yeah, find is a yeah the best place to find us Has Opinions Pod on Twitter or Has Opinions WTF on the web. Cool. Well, I'm glad we, uh, glad we got a chance to chat. And yeah. uh, we'll see you next episode. All
1: right. Talk to you soon.
0: Bye.